Welcome to Big Blend Radio's second Saturday Sunshine Stay Show with the Palm Springs Preferred Small Hotels. Welcome, everybody. Today, we, of course, are going to spend some time in sunny Palm Springs. We've got Kimberly Munkers back on the show, representing the Palm Springs Preferred Small Hotels, which is where we do the show with every uh, second. No, it's actually every fourth Saturday now. We moved our time from the second Saturday to the fourth Saturday. And we're so excited because, and and actually, this is the perfect timing for today's show, because we're going to be talking about wildflowers that you can experience in Palm Springs. You know that California got all kinds of rain this year, snow this year. So you know what? This is one of those years you're going to want to go to Palm Springs, not only to stay in all these amazing boutique hotels and enjoy the sunshine, um, but you're going to want to experience the what they're saying is going to be a super bloom year. Now, I say this means wildflowers and margaritas, right, Kim? <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I had to do it. Thanks for having me back. And I love the way you always work a margarita into every conversation. Listen, we're recording this on Margarita Day. And that means we should actually be with you, you know. Well, then you know what that means. That means if you want a margarita, you got to get down to El Mirasol at Los Arbolos Hotel because the Castaneda family does killer margaritas. Ooh. Oh, and if you stay at their hotel, you can actually sit out poolside and enjoy one, right? Am I right on that? Right, right. And they have beautiful, I mean, talk about lovely grounds. They have, you know, fruit trees and bougainvillea and flowers and all sorts of loveliness. Um, And of course, you know, I always put in a plug for their guacamole because, (sighs) you know, that goes great with um, flowers and margaritas. You know what? This is the thing. I Whenever I think about Palm Springs, I always think about palm trees, obviously, right? Right. But Bougainvillea seems to, and Ocotillos, you have Ocotillos, which is, mm-hmm. uh, if you've not been to the Southern California desert or Arizona desert, Ocotillos look like sea kelp. And they're not related, yeah. but I always said they are. But in the spring and in the fall, whenever there's been rain, the tips are like little fire tips of flowers and the hummingbirds love them. So this is the season of hummingbirds too, by the way, right? Uh, They've got to be coming back out and saying, hello, the sunshine's here. And so am I, look at my beautiful colors. I'm going to like hang out with the flowers and the butterflies are out in the West right now. They're out and about and having fun in the sun. And a lot of these wildflowers really, um, uh, they keep the, the, the butterflies going. I mean, um, it, it's just a huge, huge, like the California buckwheat. You probably mm-hmm. have seen it. They get anywhere yep. from like one to six feet high. And they kind of have these palish pink to creamy white flowers. Sometimes they even go a little yellow. But they are a huge food source for the hummingbirds, for the um, butterflies, for moths. And also for people, the native peoples use buckwheat for all sorts of things. They made tea from the leaves. They use seeds in the porridges. Um, they, it has medicinal qualities that they use them for. One of the things that people often forget about when they're looking out over what seems to be a barren desert landscape um, is that that was 
basically the grocery store for the native peoples mm. and they had most of their needs met so buckwheat um, is a superfood hey buckwheat pancakes i'm just saying can anybody want different some pancakes? type of buckwheat but you know I related know. i but, know but yeah. the flowers the flowers are beautiful but it i think hummingbirds absolutely adore it i mean hummingbirds yeah. and butterflies like what you were saying they yes. love it and it's beautiful it's beautiful when you go for a walk in the desert yes. mm. and there are so many amazing wildflowers right now um they're starting we're not at our peak by any means you know we're kind of just rolling into it um we are you know looking at maybe the next six to eight weeks, you know, in varying mm -hmm. degrees. As you mentioned, it has a good possibility to be a super bloom year. Um, a lot of people don't realize that it takes about 10 years to create the conditions for a super bloom because everything has mm -hmm. to be right. It's not just rain. But when we have these super blooms, they are absolutely breathtaking. I, I mean, I just can't even describe how exquisite these hillsides and and washes and everything are. It, they're, they're just lovely. It's awesome. So, it is absolutely, you know, mind-blowing. And after the wild winter to, I just experienced this going from ice and snow to sunshine, flowers, and butterflies within, like, it was like a night and day experience. And all I can say is get ready to be giddy, happy, joyous. Yeah. Do you know, we winter is crippling, man. It's horrible. <laughs> it's a horrible thing, depending on where you are. Now in Palm Springs, you're fine, but it can be like, oh my gosh, we're shut in again with snow. But if you could get out in, in flowers and butterflies and sunshine, palm trees, pools, cocktails, hello color abounds and I think it's like a color therapy that happens to us when we're out there in nature and this joy of like wow it's nature is a good therapy and wildflowers I think it's the color and I don't know it's it's vibrance you know oh yeah you've got some real technicolor kinds of um flowers i mean there's some flowers that are like this i'm almost um a fluorescent magenta magenta mm -hmm. color yeah like the are, hedgehog cactus does that yeah uh, i mean yeah. the color i mean they they range from very subtle to just so bold Bing. and in your face it is like there's this one flower called the desert herons bill and you see them a lot they tend to be kind of low growing and they've just got these extraordinary, brilliant magenta flowers. And it almost hurts to look at them because they're so technicolor. They're gorgeous. Mm -hmm. But like all things lovely, the wildflowers are fleeting. And pretty much by mid, I'd say mid-April, they're pretty much done. So we're really moving into the peak season for wildflowers right now. So in other words, um, as you're listening, you should be booking your hotel stay because it comes in, it goes out and, and yeah. And you need to get your reservation because I know there's a lot of hotels, boutique hotels in Palm Springs, but you want to get it now, right? Because it, when they go, they go. 
Well, yeah. And the weekends are, I can pretty much say for most of the boutique hotels, the weekends are probably already booked. But midweek, there's some availability because we're in the middle of high season right now. I mean, a lot of people leave the snow, come to the Coachella Valley, and they really get into the beautiful sunshine, the wildflowers, the pool scene, all the things that you mentioned. So right now, Palm Springs is hopping and it's so much fun. You know, there's, you know, the hotels are just, they're doing great. And and the the cool thing about people who stay at boutique hotels is they're really interesting people, you know? So it's not like a big chain hotel. I mean, you'll meet, you know, if you want to, you know, get to know people, Boutique hotels are the place to do it because people who at frequent uh, boutique hotels are really interesting, fun people. It's like going so, to a bed and breakfast. You're sitting outside having a cocktail together. You all have a chit chat. You're like, hey, I did this today. Oh, I didn't know about that. I want to go there. You know, right? it's like it, we all become our own little tourist guides as, you know, as we as travelers to, yeah. you know, boutique inns and stuff. You, you said that, hey, I did this, you know, and I think that's what's so beautiful is that Palm Springs experience, like, you could be in this boutique hotel, but there's the indoor and outdoor experience. And I think these hotels, not just poolside, but yeah, there's a lot of poolside. There's outdoors, like the bars and restaurants have outdoors. You guys embrace the beauty of weather and scenery that you have. You have the mountains in the distance. You can go for a wildflower hike. I will want to say this to folks going out on wildflower hikes. Go in the beginning of the day if you can. If you can go, if you're going to go on a long hike, Go at sunrise if you can. If you can catch that sunrise, you're going to, you're number one, it's like exquisite, right? And to catch the sunrise is awesome. But right after that, you'll see as you walk back. So if you could walk in at sunrise and then walk back, um, you'll see what you saw as buds open up. And if you want to photograph those flowers, Kim, you were talking about the, you know, how they can be so stunningly bright. Don't try to do it at midday. Try and do it early in the morning because they're at their peak. They're like, I'm fresh. Like, you know, us ladies, we take, put on our makeup. We take a shower. We're going to go out on a date. Same thing. You want to catch us at the beginning, not the end of the night after 10 margaritas. So I'm just saying you want to go at the beginning of the day. If you can't for those wildflower shots, do it before noon. Um, 11 is going to start to even get a little bit, you know, at that time, it's time for margaritas and lunch and poolside. But there's also the evening hour, which has also got its own beauty. And sometimes that's when the second wave of wildflowers will come up. But the morning times, from my experience being out in the wildflowers in all kinds of deserts, that is your prime time. If you can go from sunrise and even after sunrise, you've got an hour or so after, um, it is the prime time to catch the wildflowers in the desert. Uh, wouldn't you say, Kim? Or I'm, I'm no, just going from my, my experience. And, you know, and I've I done a lot of desert absolutely. hikes, a lot of yeah. desert hikes. And also the heat can catch up on you a little bit, even at this time of year, you never know. So um, I would, I would say, you know, sun, sunrise is so, oh, the desert sunrise and sunset is, you just can't beat it. It is, you got to do that, whatever you can and, of it. And just, and to your point, um, if you're going to be going on hikes, 
to see the wildflowers. Even if it's early in the morning, pack plenty of water because the humidity levels are low in the desert and it's very easy to get dehydrated. It's much easier than you think to get dehydrated. So pack mm. plenty of water. The other thing I want to say is stay on the trails, the roads, the paths. Do not, please do not go into the fields or go into the places where the wildflowers are um, because you have to understand that the, the desert ecosystem is very, very fragile. And um, so you have to be mindful of where you're going and stay on the paths. Mm. The other thing I would say is do please don't pick the wildflowers <laughs> um, or dig them up because when you do that, that means fewer seeds for next year. And so, you're taking um, away source for caterpillars and butterflies and hummingbirds. Right, right. So, um, you know, it's it's good to look at them, but not touch them. Mm. Yeah, I, I want to go on this wildflower kick that we're on. And, and just, I, I wrote a guide to butterflies and caterpillars of the Southwest many years ago. I was supposed to write one article about butterflies and the wildflowers and turned into this huge online guide. It's not in existence, but I still have all the material because I went down a rabbit hole, literally. Um, and when you talk about being careful about it, and really, this is such a cool thing to start to learn, get your your apps out, right? There's all kinds of apps. You can look on Google Pics. You can also use Seek is my favorite app to use for uh, flora and fauna. Um, it is done through iNaturalist.org, which is an amazing uh, nonprofit that connects with National Geographic and ca actually all started out in California. And it's a way that you can become a citizen scientist doing this. So I do it across the country and I I'm, I'm, need to do way more of it. But you could go out, use your phone, take a photo of a flower and we'll identify the flower for you. And then it goes on a map. You can create your own account and have your own map of species. but a lot of times this helps uh, biologists and scientists across the country identify what's blooming where, or even if it's an insect. So a lot of these wildflowers, when they bloom, this is helping a whole other set of insects that we may not know about and sometimes only come out at certain times, only when certain things bloom. So I talked about the ocotillos. Well, the ocotillos are a huge source for hummingbirds. And when ocotillos go away, well, then the hummingbirds start to lose traction and feed and food. And, and, you know, if you've watched a hummingbird, they use so much energy with their little wings. They just beep, 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 and go. Um, so the ocotillo blooms and all of these things, like when it happens, it's like a feeding frenzy for bugs. And it's super cool to watch. Um, you, I've done wildflower, wildflower photography all through the deserts and I've at times witnessed up to about seven to eight species of bugs and caterpillars, butterflies, you name it, on one one poppy. And that's oh, yeah. a sign of a really good ecosystem. So if you pick that, think about whose food you're taking away. So this is this chance for for as we go through climate change and everything for all these species to come back and and have a little bit of a, oh, thank you. We have food on the table today. You know, that's the same thing. So the other part where you were talking about picking things. So in the desert, and, and this includes in, in your area, Kim, 
there are certain places like certain plants that are blooming at this time of year. And sometimes they only bloom every 10 years, like the Easter lily. There's a desert lily that's the people call the Easter lily. Once in a blue moon, they bloom and it's magnificent. But they also feed certain species, just like there's one yucca blossom that only feeds this one butterfly species. If we lost that yucca, that butterfly species is going to go away because it only feeds on that yucca plant. And so a lot of these little microclimate areas and little biodiverse habitats um, are feeding specific insects that we don't know about. So I'd say track your your experience if you can for a scientist because it helps. It Sorry, really I does. I on a nature trip. <laughs> I'm like but all no, into and this to your so much. Point, to your point, we uh, biologists are finding new species of bugs every day, not mm-hmm. too far from the Coachella Valley in the upper Santa Ana River wash. Um, there is a very rare flower called the spine flower. Um, and they, they're tiny. I mean, they are so tiny. They're like the size of maybe just a fraction of a dime, you know, but as tiny as they are, there's even tinier little beetles that rely upon those spine flowers. Mm. And so you might've seen seven or eight species on one of those plants, but there could have been 20 or 30 more that you couldn't even see. Exactly. Exactly. It's amazing. Yeah, it really, really is. So it's very important to tread carefully, be mindful, and, you know, take as many pictures as you can. It's absolutely stunning. So can we talk about places to go hiking? Yes, please do. Yeah, yeah, from Palm Springs itself, because I know you're surrounded by mountains. You've got Joshua Tree National Park in your backyard. But what do you do? Like you stay. What if you fly in? You check into a hotel. Now what? I want to go on a hike. What do we do? So if you're checked into a hotel downtown, one of the places you can go is Talkwitz Canyon. It's uh, it's pretty much on West Mesquite Avenue, um, west of downtown Palm Springs. And there are maybe a dozen or so wildflowers that you'll see. There's these um, wonderful forget-me-nots. They're like these desert forget-me-nots. You'll see checker fiddlenecks. Um, mm. You'll see creosote everywhere, which is a wonderful mm. plant. Um, and that has actually a lot of um, of uh, medicinal properties, too. Actually, the um, most ancient plant we have in this country. Oh, I can believe it. I did not know that, but I would believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see those desert herons that are those bright magenta that I talked about. There's a, there's a wildflower called Chuparosa. You'll mm-hmm. see desert hyacinth. You'll see desert lavender. Th- there's all sorts of beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wildflowers on that. And that's super easy. There's a ton of small hotels downtown. Um, so it's within walking distance. If you want to drive a little bit, you can go off the Tramway Road, which is, you know, northwest of downtown, like when you're coming in right at 111. Um, one of my favorite, um, you, you'll see some of my favorite flowers there. 
the Jimson weed. It looks mm. like oh, it's still Datura. a little early yeah. for it, but it mm. looks like almost like the 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 foliage almost looks like squash. You know, it kind mm. of has that mounding, creeping yeah. thing. But the flowers are these beautiful white bell cupped flowers, and they're so lovely. And um, they tend to be one of the later blooming wildflowers. Mm-hmm. And it always makes me happy when I see, you know, the, the Jimson weed, which is also called loco weed because the seeds are highly toxic. Don't do not smoke it. Okay. Like I remember when we lived out in Joshua tree area, like once in a while people would smoke it and get in trouble. So don't do it, but yeah, do not it is, smoke it, it is, do not eat it. It will poison it is you. Actually the curanderos from Mexico use it as a medicine, medicinal uses. It yes. is a detura, the detura also known as belladonna. So Hugh and Stevie Nicks when you see them, but um, the detura <laughs> plant. So it's a moonflower It's actually part of the moonflower family. Right. And, um, and also the angel trumpets, right? So like in uh-huh. Kenya, we used to have these beautiful angel trumpet and a lot of people have them in tropical places, those big yellow, orangey, like squash flowers, like you're saying that hang down. So it's yes. all re- related and the big bumblebees love them and they're on the roadsides and everywhere, but these are, they open at night. So when I was talking about hiking in the morning, you'll see them open in the morning. By afternoon, they will close up. And that's also still pretty because they twirl when they close. There's like yeah. this little twirly whirly thing. But um, if you want them open, it's like a morning glory. It's like the yes. desert. And we have morning glories in the desert too. In the you know, There's yes. also little milkweeds. And you mentioned chuparosa flower. And I want to say that is. So if, you're in a, if you see a bunch of chuparosa, that is where if you hang out, slow down on your hike, maybe sit for a while sit and just just hang out be quiet you will find hummingbirds coming to that plant that is one of their favorite uh plants in the desert and a lot of people plant it in their gardens for native plant gardening and Mm -hmm. that's a way to feed hummingbirds too i wanted to touch on this before we keep going on on the hikes some of the you were talking about downtown um being um the boutique hotels in the downtown district do any of them have any kind of gardens like when you think of a downtown, you're like, oh, you know, and I want to say Palm Springs is open and wide. It's not like you're all closed in and in a downtown, but do they have garden spaces in any of those kind of hotels like that people can yes. be outside? Yes, actually, a, most of the boutique hotels, it's it's kind of interesting. Not all of them, but I would say the majority of them are built around courtyards. So most of them have really beautiful gardens. Bougainvillea, of course, reigns supreme because it's just so lovely. Um, but a lot of places have beautiful flowers. La Mousson used to, um, the previous owners, I haven't been there since it's changed hands, but they cultivated all sorts of gorgeous flowers. So there were lavenders and all sorts of things. A lot of the hoteliers take real pride in maintaining their garden spaces. Mm. So, um, and my recommendation is to go onto our website, Palm Springs Preferred Small Hotels or AuthenticPalmSprings.com. And we have a profile of, um, for every single hotel that is a member of our organization and you can see there are a lot of beautiful courtyard garden shots. Um, mm. One of my favorites uh, hotels, actually, there's two of them, and they're, they're sister hotels. 
um, is the Talavera and the Dive Hotel. The gardens are so, so beautiful. The Talavera is sort of what I would call a bohemian chic vibe, and it's very um, tropical in some ways. Mm. Dive is just exquisite, you know, beautiful, beautiful trees and plants. And it's it's really, really lovely. I stayed there maybe three weeks ago and just mm. did not want to leave. Mm. So, yeah. A, you're in such a good area of desert, too, being in the low desert. You get the flowers first, you yes. know, and the gardens, um, because you get that little humidity that comes in in like the late spring, early summer, and in through summer, you have this growing season that is amazing. Yes. You can grow so many things like, you know, so that's why the, you know, with the boutique hotels, they're able to have these exquisite gardens. So if you miss the wildflower season, which we don't want you to miss, but if you miss them, you're going to still have flower power through the, your stay. Really? Yes. You will. And even you the will. winter has flowers, by the way. That's yes. the one thing I love about your area. You can have snow-capped mountains and wildflowers at your feet mm -hmm. all at the same time. It's and that's amazing. what we have right now. Because <gasps> really? the storms have completely covered the mountains with snow. It is exquisite. And yet, here we are in the sun, wildflowers mm. popping up all around us. It wow. is Palm Springs, baby. Oh, this is magic. All I know is after everything that we went through with snow and ice, I really understand being a snowbird. I realize I will always be one. And that's mm -hmm. that. I've had my experience. I've done it. I understand it. I don't need any more photos or experience. No, I don't want to, I'm, I'm not going to trash it because it was beautiful, but there is something about sunshine. I think there's something, I don't know if it's the middle age thing hitting me, but God, it feels good to have sunshine on your shoulders. <laughs> John Denver was right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just feels so good. And I think that's what nature goes. Oh, yes, we can wake up now. Let me give you some flowers. He gave me some water. Yeah, I can do it. I'm here. And it just feels so good. So you're talking about some of those hotels downtown, like, hey, let's stay in a garden. You know, if you're going to go for a garden escape, go all the way, right? Right. And by the way, I know that you can get flowers in your cocktails too. I'm just saying, you know. Oh yes. I know that. Yes, a lot of the 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 bartenders are really good at um putting together some local types of uh, cocktail delicacies. Mm. But, you know, downtown isn't the only place to stay. You can, if you're staying in any of the hotels south of town, like mm. for example, Dive, La Maison, um, sparrows, uh, places like that, uh, the desert Riviera, there is, you can take a, you can head down to the end of South, South Palm Canyon drive. Mm -hmm. And there's three canyons, very well-established trails. Um, they, they have, you've seen a lot of those classic photos of the desert native fan palm oases, you know, mm -hmm. that are kind of classic, but there's a ton of wildflowers tucked in there. You know, everything from the gold poppies, desert mallows, some of the ones that we mentioned earlier, the chuparosa, the desert heron bill, there's, um, but you, you've got the yerba santa, um, the checker fiddle neck. Uh, there's just 
the lupins, the Arizona lupins. Oh, they're so beautiful. And even the cactuses will be blooming in there. You've got the beaver tail cactus and the barrel cactus in there. And Ooh. they get those beautiful, you know, the barrel cactus get those beautiful, oh. beautiful. Oh. They the just like cactus. pop open, mm. you know, it, it's, it's so striking because you've got this stark needly cactus with these stunning flowers it looks they don't even look real they're so beautiful well now you got the prickly pears too and that happens more yes. towards you know the end of the season so it's kind of like here's all the flowers and the cactus comes midway into the end right yes and yeah. the prickly pear so when you see a prickly pear flower like i'm not saying do it but you could um this is a huge pollinator for beetles for you know hummingbirds butterflies, all kinds of yes. insects, right? And even spiders are pollinators. But because like big bumblebees come in and stuff and the, they want pollination, the plant itself. So you, have you ever, you know, been to a tidal pool with sea anemones and stuff and you touch your finger in the middle and the sea anemone comes and like curls itself around your finger? It's like, mm -hmm. ooh, I got like a fishy in here. Well, if you put your finger into a prickly pear blossom, right which by the way makes a good margarita just saying but anyway if you put your finger into the blossom the blossom will actually move around your finger mm. if it hasn't had that happen in that day already because it's like if it's one that has fresh pollen it's like i'm going to close you in for the bee or the you know the bumblebee or the bee and so that you get all the pollen and then it releases open so you can fly out with safe delivery of pollen. Isn't nature miraculous? Amazing. So you could do that, but then I go, don't do it. I, I was taught that by a naturalist in a, in a wildlife refuge and, and he's a pollinator specialist. And then I'm like, dude, you just ruined like <laughs> one flower going to all these millions of things. You know what I mean? You know, but it's education. It's like showing you how this really works. Yeah. So, um, and then they make new pollen and it takes time for the pollen to come out, just like a bakery with flour. I'm just yeah. saying, it's like, if we bring it to our terms of how we live, this is how it is. The bakery's open, like come get your bread and then it closes down because like I'm done now, <laughs> you know? So it's, but it is fascinating. It's a really cool way to show kids like how the pollination process works. And, um, but it's amazing what you think of, you know, and flowers, the flowers are used in cocktails and in food. Prickly pear flowers are used traditionally over the years um, it, and by different cultures, Native American peoples and things. But you can get a prickly pear uh, cactus margarita in places. I'm just saying. I know. And they're can. actually actively cultivated throughout the valley now. There are, there are people wow. who have prickly pear as part of their... Um, permaculture garden it's part of their you know because they make prickly pear jelly out of it they mm. use it for drinks they do they do, do all sorts of things and um it, it you know it, it is fairly easy to cultivate so prickly pear tends to be one of those um uh, in fact i have in my office and i haven't gotten it planted yet i have a pot with some prickly pear seeds in it that i was gifted by somebody and i'm going to plant it in my garden well, you you got to get going, girl. 
<laughs> I know, I know. Well, I wanted to wait for the frost. I, I live in a little colder area, so I'm waiting for. Yeah, you know. yeah, that's right. I was going to say, and and you need to do it with a margarita. Just out of <laughs> your solution to everything, Lisa. Absolutely. Listen, whenever I think about Palm Springs, I think sunshine, palms, palm trees, birds. You've got a lot of bird life. That's the other thing. If you're into bird watching, this yes. is a prime time because the birds are coming out to peck out the insects on the flowers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and this you is know, a time. lot of the migratory birds are starting to, you know, this is one of their stops. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, this is a gorgeous time of year. I, I mean, there, there, there are pros and cons to Palm Springs, you know, the Coachella Valley for all year round. Um, but for sheer gorgeousness, this is an this amazing, is amazing. This is, this is the prime time. And, um, I wanted to ask about, I know that there's, we've talked about the desert Jeep tours before that you can go on and I'll yes. put a link to that. Um, everyone, we did this last year on a podcast, so I'm going to put a link to this in the show notes. So link to that, listen to that podcast. We chatted with the lady from the tram, uh, the air, the air tram, and then also a Jeep adventure you could go on as well, which is really cool while you're in Palm Springs in this time of year. Um, what I wanted to ask is, you know, so there's, you know, these boutique hotels all throughout Palm Springs in different neighborhoods and downtown and everything. But what about the tram? That's got to be kind of cool because you're going up through the elevation and you might see bighorn sheep and all of that. But that's got to be you've got to be able to see wildflowers as you go up, like in the oh, rocks, yeah, right? yeah, cactus and bloom and all of that. Oh yeah, right now that whole that whole area going up to the tram when you're driving up, you'll see all sorts of wonderful things. And you know, there's a lot of um trails once you get up top. Now it's really very cold up at the top. There's snow up at the top. Um because it's so high above the desert floor and we just finished having storms so you know, everything is very chilly up there. But you know what I would like to talk about right now? Mm-hmm. Just and um, I can send you this information and you can put it in the show notes. And I've also requested a bunch of photographs from um, visitpalmsprings.com, who's one of our partners um, of various wildflowers and hikes where you can see wildflowers. But there's three kind of cool events happening coming up that I really recommend. You know, if you're if you're in the mm-hmm. area, try and catch one. One of them is this weekend, the 24th. It's the 2024 Wildflower 5K Trail Fun Run and Walk. Um, and it it takes place from the Santa Rosa and San Jacinto Mountain, Mountains National Monument. I've got information on that. Um, in March, on March 2nd, there's the Coachella Valley Wildflower Festival. Um, it's... March Saturday, March 2nd from 9 to 4. And it's at the Palm Desert Civic Center in Palm Desert. Mm, cool. And then on April 5th, um, they have what they call the Super Bloom Art Show. And oh, cool. um, as you know, Palm Springs has always been a mecca for artists. Mm-hmm. Um, it is not uncommon to see. I actually saw about a month ago an artist painting on a median in the middle of Takeets Canyon Road facing the mountain and downtown because that was just 
the spot as far as she was concerned. And that's where she was. And she just planted herself there and cars are going by, but there she was painting. So you have a lot of in plein air painters around this time of year. And um, so some of them will be showing off their work at the Super Blue Mart show. And that's Friday, April 5th through Sunday, April 7th at the Desert Arts Center in Palm Springs. Now, so thinking about the Palm Springs markets. Art Center, we've talked about Palm Springs Art and the Art Museum and everything. And they have a gallery that's out, like they have a like a garden, I believe, yes. a sculpture garden. And that's got to look really good right now yes. in spring yeah. for yes. people to go to. Yeah, remember. definitely. And, you know, I'll tell you. That museum has so much going on right now. It is absolutely crazy. I recommend you just buy a membership so you can just go and do whatever you want to do because they have got special events. And Gabriel Wu, the, who's a an amazing chef, he has taken over the cafe there. And so his new cafe is at, at, is at the, um, the art museum. And I really recommend people get in to see it. It's it's wow. wonderful. So that's the thing. You guys just had the modernism week. The last time you were on the show, you were talking about that. How mm-hmm. how did that go? Oh wow. We're we're Huge. it it was as always. I how oh I probably shouldn't say this because I can't remember the exact number, but somebody told me that they had over three hundred modernism related events this year. That's insane. I'm just saying, I mean that in a good way, but like, holy cow, I was talking about you guys on a different show. We were talking about art and architecture and I was like, well, you can't talk about modernism unless you talk about Palm Springs, period. you can't. Yeah. No, it's like the ultimate of it. You know, it's like, no, like Palm Springs wins, hands down. That's it. You know, it's pretty, that's amazing. You know, 300, I'm not surprised. You know, but it's still, that's huge. I mean, I will tell you, Palm Springs knows how to put on events. They're actually talking, you know, in Palm Springs, they do, um, for most of the country, they do pride in June, you know, the Mm -hmm. LGBTQ pride celebrations in June. Palm Springs does it in November and they're, they're expanding it to a 10 day celebration in this November, 10 days. Wow, It's going to be awesome. I mean, nobody does events like Palm Springs does events. Well, you guys know how to party, y'all. I'm just saying. I went through the South. I can say y'all. Um, you do. You, you. I mean, why not? And you have the weather for it. I mean, November yeah. is nice. You know, that's like a beautiful time of year, too. So how many hotels are part of the Palm Springs preferred small hotels when you look at it, all these boutique inns and hotels how many are there yet at the same time i want people to understand like all these amazing events happen all these seasonal things like wildflowers um so you there's a lot but at the same time they're boutique so they're small so right some of our boutique hotels only have a few rooms like five mm-hmm. rooms seven rooms 12 oh, rooms wow. some of them have 35 40 rooms but the majority of them have fewer than 15 rooms and there are between 75 and 80 of them um we've just had a for whatever reason in er, early in the year january february 
we tend to have um, a turnover of hotels, people buying properties. So we have half a dozen hotels that just sold. And um, I can talk about that next month. Okay. Cool. Next month. Hey, yeah. we like it. We're we here every all the fourth new hotels. Saturday. Just so people remember, fourth Saturday, we've, we've moved the dates a little bit. And, um, you know, this is cool. I like I like the fourth Saturday. It's like we're going to get to know everything for the next month. We can give you time to prepare. That's good. So lots coming up, everyone. So go to AuthenticPalmSprings.com is the website. And also when you're there, sign up for the Boutiquely Palm Springs newsletter because you guys send it out every month, right, for everyone to know it's what's going on. once a month. That's it. We all, we, you know, you don't get bombarded with a bunch of emails from us. You get the newsletter. That's what you get. Um, no bombarding. Huh? <laughs> no bombarding. That. We're no. very respectful of our relationships Only margaritas. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> but um, it has really great news. Um, and it, we always have a, a story in there on all the events that are happening in Palm Springs. So you can get a quick rundown of, you know, who's playing where and what's going on. Um, and, you know, we, we really try to cover a variety of subjects for people. So it's very interesting. It's cool. I love it. Everyone, uh, go sign up at AuthenticPalmSprings.com. Before you go, I want to know, Kim, what is your favorite desert wildflower? Well, I... You know, as you know, they kind of go throughout the year. You know, I'm a California girl, so I love my California poppies with, uh, you know, I've got them in my garden. I love them dearly. I love the um, Datura, the Jimson weed. I think it's one of the cool. most beautiful plants. Yeah. And I Nancy really, I really <laughs> love those desert sunflowers. You know, the ones I'm talking about, mm -hmm. they're not the sunflowers that you're used to seeing in, in Kansas, you know, yeah, yeah, in Kansas. These are wild, bushy things, and the sunflowers mm -hmm. are just happy and wild and unruly, and they grow everywhere, and it's just really lovely. It's awesome. Everyone, you've got to go experience this. And there's all colors. I mean, there's the flax and the purples and the blue and the coneflower. Seriously, there's so many different flowers at different stages. And there's super bloom and it may not be as super bloomy, but like this year you will see wildflowers. Yes. That is a guarantee. That's and I want to say one of the nice things about staying in Palm Springs is you can do day trips. So you can do a day trip up to Joshua tree because their wildflower bloom, bloom is later. You can do a, a day trip down to Ansebrago. Um, oh, that's got, huge this year. They got snow. Huge. They got snow. Yeah, this they year. did. Yeah, mm -hmm. they did. They're and so big. it's really nice to be able to base out of Palm Springs and, you know, just do little day trips to all these places. Mm -hmm. Well, and also, you know, Morongo Basin has um, Morongo has right. that little uh, refuge out there, the little preserve out there. Yeah. And you can go on a boardwalk and and there's other hikes you can do. I've done that a few times, but you talked about the Palm Oasis and this is going to start to happen in spring two these palm oases joshua tree has one you have them in palm springs where it's like wow there's water in the desert yes and it is magical to be able to like april as i recall was always like a good time for that so 
sometimes it's right after the palm, the, like the, the flower season, right? So there's something for every month that you can experience through spring. And in June, you can still see cactus blooms up in Joshua Tree National Park because in the higher elevation. And that's when you're going to see the bighorns come down for water yes. into the yeah. oases. So I'm just saying, if you don't make it for a spring wildflower bloom right now, which you should, there's something around the corner. So we'll we'll be in touch because you know what? We'll be here next fourth Saturday. Thank you all for joining us, everyone. Thank you, Kim. It's always so much fun chatting with you. Thank you for having us. And I just want to remind people to follow us at Palm Springs Stays on social media because that's where you'll hear a bunch of good stuff as well. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for our Big Blend Radio Second Saturday Sunshine State Show with the Palm Springs Preferred Small Hotels. Visit us at bigblendradio.com to keep up with the shows and plan your Palm Springs vacation. Go to AuthenticPalmSprings.com.